0: How to Tell Stories to Children is a biweekly podcast exploring the science and methodology of storytelling.
1: I am Silka Rose West. And I am Joseph Saracy. We are the authors of How to Tell Stories to Children. Our goal
0: is to foster diverse storytelling by helping individuals like you awaken to the storyteller within
1: we appreciate your support you can find our children's stories exclusive tutorials live q and a's and more benefits on our patreon page at patreon.com slash how to tell stories to children or by visiting our website at how to tell stories to help
0: us spread the love of storytelling by becoming a patron today. Storytelling is a gift that every human has. It's easy to think that storytelling is for perfect parents, the fairy godmother types, the ones who have it all together. But that would mean there are perfect parents out there, and that's not really true. We're imperfect, each of us, in lots of ways. And we also have gifts. None of it is an impediment To the love we have for our kids. That's why I'm calling this episode Storytelling for Skeptics and Scoundrels. I want to reach the folks out there, folks like me, that would normally roll their eyes at the idea of storytelling. I consider myself a skeptic, a disbeliever, even a bit of a cynic. I love my daughter, but I'm kind of sarcastic and edgy. I'm not into the fairy godmother stuff, it irritates me, for no very good reason. It's just me. That doesn't mean I disrespect parents that have that sweet quality. I'm not trying to belittle anyone. I just think that there are a lot of parents out there who love their kids and relate to what I'm talking about. I think honesty is worth a lot as a parent, and that works if you're sweet like pancakes or kind of a grumpy dude. No matter who you are or where you're at in life, I think I can make a compelling point that your stories matter to your child. Storytelling is something you can be proud of. You can be funny. You can be serious. You can make mistakes. No matter how you do it, I guarantee you that it will bring you and your child closer. It will make a difference. It doesn't matter if you're bitter. It doesn't matter if you're full of questions or self doubt. It doesn't matter if you don't feel worthy or proud of yourself. Every good moment that you bring to your child is worth it. Every time you show up with honest integrity, it's worth it. It's good. I know that too sounds a little sweet. A little thick on the syrup there, but it's important. It's important because we all need ways to connect with our kids, not just those of us with enough money, time, or good feelings, you know? Our kids need connection because that's what makes them feel good inside. It's what turns them into successful adults. The loving connection between parent and child is the root of happiness in a person's life. And we need to help parents connect. In 2014, Scientific American wrote, Fewer dads are participating in the lives of their children now than at any time since the U.S. began keeping records. Let that sink in for a moment. We need to help those dads. At least, that's what I think. And I don't think we're going to do it by giving them more examples of perfect child rearing. We're not going to do it by confronting them with their own weaknesses. We have to lift them up. And this goes for moms, too, and all the in-betweens. We have to let parents know that we care about them, that they're valuable, that they have gifts. Because every time we can help a father or mother come back and connect, truly connect with their child, that's one more ounce of goodwill in the world. There's lots of ways to do that. But storytelling is pretty unique. It's free. It's universal. It's flexible. It really is second nature. Storytelling is something humans have been doing for thousands of years because it works. Every single person can do it, and it allows for a huge range of diverse expression. You don't have to tell my stories or her stories. You tell your stories. There's room for everyone's values and ethics here. What I'm trying to get at is a way to build connection between parents and children at the grassroots level. I think a lot of us recognize that our children are going to face some challenges in the coming century, whether that's political, environmental, economic, or whatever. In order to face those challenges, it's probably not enough to set up our one and perfect child with everything she needs to ride out the storm. We need millions of healthy kids. Healthy kids that know how to work together and handle disagreement. Without question, food and safe drinking water are the foundations of raising healthy kids. I don't want to present storytelling as some unrealistic magic solution, but it plays a key role in human social and emotional lives, and it's been doing that for thousands of years. Our brains are wired to understand the world and each other through storytelling. It's how we build social relationships. Let me give an example. I'm a teacher. I'm a crotchety teacher. I love my kids, but I mess up all the time. I'm just a real person. Anyway, we tell stories at school. Here's something I've noticed. Sometimes I put a parent or visitor on the spot by asking them to tell us a story. Just a quick, simple something. You can tell almost instantly who's comfortable in their skin. Folks who are simply themselves do it best. They search for a minute, tell a brief story. Maybe it's about a ladybug, a snowflake, or something unusual that happened that day. Then they look up, shrug, and smile. The kids love these stories. They're rarely amazing, but the children are interested in who people are. They have this amazing ability to notice when someone is present with them. It doesn't matter if the story is a little short or strange. It's real. Contrast this with parents, often highly intelligent, who rack their brains, bite their lips, then make excuses because they're not prepared. They don't think they can tell a good story, so they tell nothing at all. We've all been there. It's perfectly understandable. As adults, we forgive and forget. But the message from the children's point of view is simple. I have nothing to share with you. Part of what we do at How to Tell Stories to Children is help folks remember that you have something to share. It's you that matters, not the story. Storytelling isn't something that belongs to emotionally grounded mothers with perfect children. It doesn't belong to librarians, kindergarten teachers, or that last glass of wine. It belongs to all of us. Carpenters, nurses, accountants, the tired, the poor, the huddled masses. There's a reason people tell stories. It brings us together. It makes us feel connected. Each one of us. All of us. A comprehensive picture of storytelling is beginning to take shape from fields as diverse as neuroscience, evolution psychology, and anthropology. And that picture is this. Storytelling isn't an accident. It isn't an extra or some silly entertainment. In fact, it's entertaining for a very good reason. It's entertaining because it does something important for our brains. It helps us focus. It's not an accident that we remember stories better than plain facts. Our brains evolve to understand the world through stories. The excitement you feel when you hear a good story is like the good feeling you get when you take a bite of ice cream. Don't listen to the hype that ice cream isn't good for you. It's sweet and fatty and one of the most nourishing foods on the planet. That's why you feel pleasure when you taste it. It's your body telling you that this is something good for you. You do not get the same experience chewing grass because your body can't digest it. This is what storytelling does for you. It steers you toward the things that are good for you. And yes, just like ice cream, we need to be thoughtful about how much and what kinds of stories we put into our bodies. But you should know this important truth. Stories are attractive because it's your body's way of telling you that this is how information is best received. Storytelling is an important social and cognitive tool. Every human has it. Our ancestors developed it about 70,000 years ago in Central Africa. That's its home. That's our home. It's easy to think that storytelling is just for fun, but it's actually a very elegant technology. You can think of it as a software program built on top of the most complex neural architecture known to science the human brain. Your human brain. It's just so beautiful, guys. Storytelling is fun, but it's not just fun. It's a method of communication. It helps us stay attentive when our loved ones have important information to share. It helps us focus and become present, so we want to listen. Can you see how this is a giant Swiss army knife for parents? And communication isn't just about facts. We communicate with emotions, honesty, empathy, and increasing levels of trust. So we see these things in our stories, too. And everybody does it. Even if you don't want to, you do it. It's like walking. No one goes around debating whether to walk or climb around on all fours. You just walk. You don't even think about it. That's how deep storytelling is in your creature. No matter your position in life, it's a tool and gift you can access every day. What this means is that storytelling isn't a skill for experts. It's something our ancestors passed down to each and every one of us through their genes and culture. There is not a single culture on the planet that does not tell stories. Not one. And how do they pass that culture on to their kids? Mostly through stories. So put away the idea that storytelling is something that J.K. Rowling does, or the folks at Disney, or that storytelling app you got. Each and every one of you is good at this in your own way. Being born is your ticket. But the most amazing thing about storytelling is the relationship that forms between a speaker and a listener during a story. This works for everyone, but our name, How to Tell Stories to Children, gives you a clue about what we're focused on the relationship between parent and child. Storytelling is one of the richest tools we have to build connection with our kids. That social connection makes us feel valued, informed, and happy. That's storytelling's original function in the human organism. It binds family and social groups together by giving us a feeling of shared values and common goals. That's why we like repeating our favorite phrases from movies and TV shows. It makes us feel like we're part of the group, like we're in the know. And there's an extremely good reason for this. Because groups of humans have always survived better than individuals. Something needs to be the glue for those groups. It's many different things, of course, but storytelling is one of the most essential. You will find it in every social grouping on the planet. Tribes, religions, nations, families, cliques at school. Sports teams, corporations, music scenes, stories, stories, stories. Yuval Noah Harari wrote a book called Sapiens. You might have heard about it. It was a huge bestseller. It's basically a brief history of humanity. In it, he describes a key moment in human evolution called the cognitive revolution. Around 70,000 years ago, with no obvious anatomical changes in the human body or brain, people suddenly became a lot smarter. Guess what he says was the substantial shift we made from ape-like primates with hands and big brains to world explorers and technology buffs. Fiction. It's the ability to tell stories. Large numbers of strangers, he says, this is a quote, can cooperate successfully by believing in common myths. The entire second chapter is dedicated to this subject. And it's not just Harari. Brian Boyd, an evolutionary theorist at the University of Auckland, writes, unreal beliefs in unreal forces are much more likely to motivate action than our modestly real beliefs. His book, On the Origin of Stories, is little known, but it's a masterpiece. Point is, shared stories build cohesion in a culture. And here's the important part. It doesn't matter if they're true or not. What I'm trying to get at here is that the substance of a story isn't itself the crucial ingredient. It's the method that's important. This is what our ancestors locked in place about 70,000 years ago. For example, we know that some people believe in the evolutionary perspective I'm sharing right now, itself a story. We also know that some people reject it wholesale based on other stories they value. No matter, both stories bond their believers in a functional and effective way. We don't have to take away the lesson that all stories are equal. What we take away is this. Regardless of truth, stories are the means of delivery. They're the method that works for human brains. And as far as we can tell, it's one of the decisive shifts in our species. The research is well-documented. The storytelling animal, Wired for Stories, Darwin's Cathedral. There are lots of books you can read about this stuff, and you can dig forever through the academic literature. One of my favorites is a TED Talk by Uri Hassan, a neuroscientist at Princeton. Through a series of innovative experiments, he shows how stories synchronize the brains of a speaker and a listener. Extremely powerful stuff. But my favorite quote of all comes from Jane Goodall. What you have to do is get into the heart. And how do you get into the heart? With stories. The point is this, you will be relatively ineffective at changing someone's mind if you blast them with the facts. Have you ever tried doing this with your wife or husband? Has it ever worked, even once? Have you ever seen two people having a political argument that ended with one of the participants submitting to the facts and changing parties? Pretty unlikely. If you want to win someone over, you have to start by building a relationship of trust and mutual respect. And how do you do that? humans do it with stories. But let's not get too far. None of this knowledge is required to engage in storytelling. It's like walking. Walking is an amazing and effective skill, but nobody needs to tell you how to do it. It just comes naturally. That's what storytelling is like, and it's why everyone is good at it. It's why you are good at it. So let me circle back to parents and kids. There are a lot of directions to go when you comprehend the potency of storytelling, but my interest lies in helping families. I want you to know that no matter who you are or what level of exhaustion or frustration you're at in any given moment, you have a tool for connection hardwired into your brain. It's called storytelling. It's free, it's universal, it's as simple as walking. You can use it to tell religious stories cultural stories, nature stories, or computer stories. It doesn't matter. All of them work. Part of the reason I'm saying this is that at How to Tell Stories to Children, we often adorn our messages with earthy photos and cute nature bunnies. We make it look like we're perfect, natural parents that have nothing but love and goodwill in our hearts. We do care. We're all right. But we're a bunch of bums, too not, not Silka actually i I'm, I'm not allowed to say that for her. she doesn't really like that, but I am. I'm a total screw- up. You should know that the nature bunnies are legit. we are kind of nature geeks, but it's important that you know that storytelling fits no matter who you are. Don't let our veneer trick you. You know what I'm saying and here's the most important thing: we all love our kids. There are parents out there who feel great about themselves. There are parents out there who feel bad about themselves. There are parents who struggle to find ways to connect. It's easy to pretend like raising children is super happy and fulfilling. It is. We love our kids, but it's hard too. We miss our freedom. We feel worn out. We constantly judge ourselves. That's what I'm trying to get at. The essential point is this. Storytelling builds the social bond between parent and child. Any parent and child. It works if you're perfect. But it also works if you're not. Either way, it will create loving and lasting memories for you and your child. There's no division here. White, black, Latina, whatever. Your stories can be cultural stories. Fairies in hearts. Or fast cars and HTML. Everybody belongs. You even belong if you feel like a schmuck. Telling stories to your children isn't about being groovy and liberated. It's about connecting with your child. It's about being straight-up real about who you are. It will work even in spite of your self-doubt, your bad attitude, or your feeling of exhaustion. Because it's not about being good. It's about connecting. Every little ounce of connection we bring into the world is worth it. It makes us all just that much more harmonious. Children who are the recipient of that loving bond grow up happier. This is a well-established fact, and happy children are more likely to be successful. Successful adults are more capable of facing conflict and challenges. And if you're feeling insecure, I'm with you. I can't tell you how many stories I've told, but I still feel self-doubt almost every time. I'm nervous right now. It's, it's easy to tear ourselves down. And here's the thing. In the modern world, we're surrounded by stories. It's easy to count ourselves out. How can I compete with Harry Potter, Spider-Man, or The Little Mermaid? Might as well just let the kids have the awesome stories, right? The heck do I need to do? You can't let that BS trick you. It might make sense if all we were after was a cool story, but it's not. Storytelling is about connection. It's about bringing people together. You can't farm that out to the experts. It's not like calling in a plumber. It's totally fine to read all the books and watch all the movies in the world. You just can't forget to participate, too. You've got to get in there with your kids and share your stories. You've got to share that love. That's what they really want. Your child does not need another epic. She needs you. So in the end, this is about you and your kid. I don't care if you're in jail or the CEO of Coca-Cola. Stick with yourself. Stick with the kids in your life. You don't have to do anything all that amazing. You just have to show up. There's nothing wrong with a great story. Tell it if you got it. But if not, tell a simple story. Kids like simple stories. They like you. Thank you for listening to How to Tell Stories to Children a bi-weekly podcast exploring the science and methodology of storytelling from the authors of How to Tell Stories to Children, an acclaimed new book empowering parents across the world. A new edition is due out in over 50 countries from Houghton Mifflin Harcourt in June of 2021.
1: You can find children's stories from Silka Rose West and Joseph Saracy on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash children, as well as tutorials, live Q&As, Patreon perks, and more. Or visit our website at howtotellstoriestochildren.com. A
0: Story Village is a collection of children's stories by Silka Rose West, ages 3 to 7.
1: Joseph Saracy's Children's Stories, the Storytelling Loop, is for children ages 5 to 10. Help us spread
0: the love of storytelling by becoming a patron today.